When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. To cuddle. I hug hard bodies the other night. To marry. Or to trash. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is real trouble. That. That. Is the question? How's it going with that banana? It peels like like it's a Hall of Fame level banana. That's because I loosened up the skin <laughs> with my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> mm, this, this delicious. That, that didn't happen. I, I saw that happen. <laughs> He really he got up. Thank God there was a layer between you and <laughs> he almost he almost choked himself up. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to go there. Oh yeah, he lives there. <laughs> he really does. Really. He built a, a compound there. Well, go ahead with your CMT. All righty. <laughs> I did see that happen though. Can confirm. Um, uh, I'm, but... I'm living in like a, a child's world. Uh, yeah, he took my banana seen... and rubbed it on his <laughs> groin. You should see how happy he's like. <laughs> This banana unpeels like no banana I've ever yeah. had. It's an elite banana. And then and then he tells everyone he, he rubbed it on himself. Well, well let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you love the experience so far with this banana. Do you let him do the same thing tomorrow? Well, I, I got a buffer, right? I mean, I have, yeah, you got the, I have the skin yeah. that stands in the way right. and, and the pants that also stand in the way. So it's like the double buffer. Yeah. Well, you well, need... I'm, I'm, well but... Over time, though, the pants like, could, could disappear. I feel like. <laughs> how, how, how much protection is that really giving? Yeah, you? right. Oh, this is a this is a thick level of uh, of peel. Yeah, I, you, I feel good about it. You're very reliant on the peel. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Giants sports. I can't get pregnant like this. Hot, oh. sticky, sweet. Oh, we're just all over the place. See what happens when a money tumor disappears. Money tumor. This is his fault. <laughs> you just said a money's tumor. Money's tumor. Money's money. Shout out to that being gone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's not with us. Oh, I mean, it's not, it's not. All like, right, start. Please start CMT. It's not like what the. Call, I can have the idea in a minute. It's not like what the caller said. The caller suggested he's he's just out ruining his life, basically. <laughs> like born ready, Don it. All right, Giants sports. Born ready, Don it. So they have the the numbers. Born ready, Don it. <laughs> that's this idiot doing. Born ready, Don it. I can it. tell by the look on his face. <laughs> he figured out how to work the screen. Yeah. Born ready, Don it. Okay. We want one more. Born ready, Don it. You okay, good? I'm good. Yeah, I think okay, so. Great. I got an ID in 30 seconds, by the way. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, so the, so the, this is a sports show. So the Giants, uh, they will pick number six. Not as punitive as, as it could have been, uh, but not as good as it could have been either. So, Dave, I'll begin with you. Cardinal Mary Trash, not what you want them to do. How do you believe that six pick plays out? Will the Giants draft a quarterback? Will they draft an offensive lineman? Or will they trade the pick? I'm going to marry quarterback. I'm going to cuddle lineman. You don't give me receiver, which I think is interesting. And I will uh, trash trade the pick. 
So if receiver were swapped for trade the pick. If it were, if receiver were swapped for trade the pick, I would cuddle receiver and trash oh. O-lineman. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. So let me ask you this, though. Okay. Who is that quarterback? Yeah, because this is—I mean, this goes, this flies in the face of your your uh, hot take. That I think they'd wind up with McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's going to say Jaden. Dan- he wants Jaden. Yeah, Jaden Daniels. I think they wind That's up. That's who with. he wants. Mm-hmm. All right. You think they trade up? I think there's a good chance of that. Yeah. You may have to trade up to get Daniels. Yeah, that's what he just said. Well, he said he, he, he said you think they trade up. I think if you're going to, well, there's no way you're going to get Williams or May at six. I think there's a chance you get Daniels at six, but unlikely. Well, you may have to get to two or three. Definitely definitely three, maybe two. All right, whatever it takes. If that's the guy that you recognize as the guy, then that's what you have to do. I think think Daniels is going to challenge Drake May in a big way. For For the second overall selection. Yes. I think there's a chance of that. Uh, By the way, you're listening to DNR 98.7 ESPN, WEPN FM, New York. Gut feeling right now, does Chicago take a quarterback? Yes. You think they do? I do. Ooh. Yeah, but they're, they're, now here lies the problem, though. I mean, you're not going to be able to get up high enough, potentially. Washington's taking a quarterback. I, I think Washington's going to move up to one. Why would Chicago do that, though? Move back to two. Yeah, well, they don't want... So you're saying that Chicago just doesn't... They're not going to take Caleb Williams, then? Right. So you think Washington goes up, takes Caleb Williams? Yep. And then Washington Chicago. takes Drake May. Chicago. Chicago takes Drake May or yeah. Jaden Daniels. Right. And then, but now you got New England sitting there. Right. Can you imagine if years from now, if Chicago- Why would New England trade the pick? You're not going to get a quarterback. You might not. Six. You might not. Well, you could get a quarterback at six. You might not get Jaden yeah. Daniels at six. Can you imagine if Chicago doesn't th- turn things around? They had the chance to reset with Eberflus and Justin Fields and kind of clear the shop and start over. If any and, team and could screw this up. Twice. Chicago would be one of the few teams and that could. And they don't do either. And they end up being bad. Yeah, and, and remember now you got to pay Justin Fields on top of everything else. You Eventually, pay yeah, we have control. I mean, you pick up his fifth year option of two years, but the, you can't you can't punt on the first overall pick twice and then just have Justin Fields for two years and then be like, oh, he's not. It would get me real nervous that Justin Fields has never ever come close to playing in a big game at the NFL level. Correct. Um, all right, who? I'm going to trash trade down. Okay. I will cuddle. I'll cuddle a line. I'll marry quarterback. All right. I think I would have changed too if the uh, wide receiver was available. Where would the wide receiver have gone instead of the trade down? I think I may have married wide receiver. Oh, really? I just don't know if you're going to be able to get up. Like the top three teams, you the could quarterbacks be right. go one through you three. You could be totally right. Well, the, I'll take you through the rationale quickly. The reason I didn't put receiver in there is because if you're draft receiver, you're the quarterback. Conversation is 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 done. No, yeah, I, I don't mean, agree well, with that. You think you think someone they draft, they're not going to trade back in the first round. Why not? If they yeah. if they love McCarthy, they and I'm not saying I do, but if they love him or they love Bo Nix, why couldn't they? I don't know how many people love McCarthy. You oh, didn't I mention think, I you didn't even mention Penix. I think Penix hurt himself last night. Yeah, I think he's still a first rounder though. Who McCarthy or Penix? No, 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 Penix. RJ thinks McCarthy should go back to the school. I think he should. Why? Now he can't because because if Harbaugh leaves and all the they're gonna they're gonna have twenty players drafted. I'll they, tell you what you do. If he what? goes back, that that team's not nearly as good. You're JJ McCarthy. You want me to tell you what you do? Genius idea here. You're this JJ you McCarthy. You want me to tell you what he do? What he do? This what is, he do? This would be. That's, that's how I would say to him. Yeah, he ra- no Rick Ranch. This is what you this. do. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. It's genius. Transfer USC. One year Lincoln Riley. 
But what does he need to accomplish? The guy just won a national championship. Well, I know. Probably be a first-round pick right now. First-round pick, Mm -hmm. where you go back, you go to USC, work with Lincoln Riley, maybe win the Heisman, first overall pick. Thanks. That's all Lincoln Riley does. Yeah. Didn't he have that quarterback this bowl game that was like, through for like six touchdowns. Yeah, he went wild. Yeah, yeah. could you in that could, fancy penthouse that I, Caleb Williams was living in? I just looked. I mean, I, I don't think it'll happen. It's a wild idea. Could you imagine though? September twenty first, twenty twenty four, JJ McCarthy USC at Michigan after winning the national wild. championship. That would um, be wild. That'd be great. Now USC is in the Big Ten now, right? Yeah, that's right. My goodness. So is oh or- yeah. So is Oregon. Um, hearing a lot of coaches that uh, could be in need of a change, whether of their own choosing or perhaps the team that they are employed by. But which of these coaches that are currently still employed by their by the team that we we know them to be associated with? Born ready, Donna. Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely to be in a new place in 2024. Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, or Mike Tomlin. All okay. right, I'm first. I think the trash is somewhat easy. You're going to trash Tomlin. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to marry. Could you imagine though they lose by I don't know. 24 in Buffalo. What I think is interesting, though, I mean, could you, like, I, I could see a world where Belichick, if he does leave, Vrabel replaces him in New England. Yeah, New England guy. I don't New think England that would roots. be, I don't think that would be terrible. Well, that, that, I. That's the one case where it sounds like they are happy with him. They want Vrabel. Vrabel may, there might be some rumbling. Yeah, there. I guess the relationship with the uh, GM isn't great. Uh, I'll marry Bill. I'll cuddle Vrabel. I'll trash Tom. I think that's the safe strategy. And I will do the same across the board. Yeah. Uh, quick piece of news. Andrew Van Ginkle is out for the postseason Oof, for the Dolphins. A big loss for them. They have a lot of injuries. Up. They got like no linebackers. Uh, by now. the way, uh, weather update. Kansas it's going City. to feel like minus nine. Ten mile an hour winds with 24 mile an hour wind gusts. Kansas City. Kansas City. Tough Who does get- that benefit though? In Kansas City. Yeah, probably. It's tough to get ready for that in Miami. What do you can't, mean probably? Can't, can't really simulate that. I'm just I'm saying who runs the ball better, and I guess that would be Kansas City. They're used to that weather. Yeah, Kansas City. Um, playoff Super Wild Card Weekend. So I ask you simply, which of these lower seeds is most likely to win a game? Is it the Philadelphia Eagles, the aforementioned Miami Dolphins, or the Cleveland Browns? Right, I'll trash Miami. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, you look at the point spreads. Philly and Cleveland are favorites. Miami is an underdog. All road teams, in fairness to RJ. Kansas All City teams. And we have a lot of questions about Kansas City. I mean, Miami played but the But you have off. a lot of questions about Miami. Kansas and City's track record solid, for though. Kansas City. I mean, Miami, success. Miami took Buffalo right to the, the wire. Now people are talking about Buffalo as a Super Bowl contender. All right, I'm going to trash Miami. I'm going to cuddle Philadelphia because they they feel like they're broken. I'm going to marry Cleveland. Wow. Yep. All right. I'm going to uh, trash Miami. I'm going to cuddle the Browns. And marry Philly, huh? Uh, I'm going to marry. Uh, Tampa's not playing good ball. Neither is Philly. No, neither is Philly. Baker Mayfield's beat up. But who's playing better ball right now? Tampa or CJ Stroud in Houston? Uh, and I just strap. and I just yeah. watched New Orleans go into Tampa and outplay Tampa. It wasn't even like it's awful. Yeah, they killed them and they barely beat. And then I Carolina. watched. I did also watch Chad Ochocinco, who says that Philly's going to figure it out. D- did you watch the Giants maul Philadelphia? I did. I did. Did you watch Arizona? Yes. Put up twenty nine points in the yeah. second half on Arizona. Yeah, but now we're in, the playoffs. in Philadelphia. Now we're in the playoffs. Okay. You could be right. Well, I don't know. This is why it's cuddle Mary trash, buddy.
Remember the report of the, the mystery NFC East coach that could be in some trouble? Right. Sirianni. There's only two of them left. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I right. don't think... It, well, depending you, on if, you if, say, if Mike, you say if Mike that. McCarthy loses the Packers, there's a real chance he's right. Back. You say that, but if McCarthy loses this weekend, you think he's back next year? Uh, and finally, before Jordan Ronan joins the program, he can wait a minute. You can take your time. Well, being spirited. Well, I, I, we're going to need some honesty here, Dave. Oh boy. So I'm going to start with Rick, but this is. Uh, we'll, but we'll, you know, if 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 not anything else, I'm an honesty broker. Yes, we're in the den. Yeah. Yep. So Dave's Dave's friendship circle is an interesting place. People that we think he gets along with, or maybe he believes he gets along with, but perhaps you know are some relationships uh, built on convenience. So I ask you, Rick, which of these friendships that Dave has do you think is the most tenuous? Okay. Is it John, our boss? Yep. Who Dave just rips on mercilessly all the time. Yep. Most tenuous, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. Is it Mateen, the beverage expert? Or very near and dear to our heart? Is it Raymond J. Santiago? This is a tough question. Who may try to fight Dave at any given moment. I'm going to want all of you to answer this, and then I'll give you the answer. I think the easy marry is, I think the easy marry is Raymond. Um, I think the cuddle is Mateen. I think the trash is John. Those two are in love, and they like, they, they like talking nasty to each other. Nasty? Yeah. Like that kind of nasty? Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Use your imagination. Uh, RJ? I would say the one I I, I I think is most on the rocks uh, is, is is you and Ray. I think he could harm you at any moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Next, I, I actually I'm going to swap this. I think I think it's John because I think Dave is is slowly just Aww. learning new ways to to try to finagle his way into John's good graces. But listen, you you don't respect his football knowledge. You don't respect his fantasy teams. How about last night in the group chat? You go after his wardrobe. He said he said MU looks really good running the football. Yeah, I was like, you corrected him right away. I was like, you mean U of M? Oh yeah, right. And that's on the heels of Rick spelling Leslie Frazier wrong in the group chat, which I which I withheld correcting because I didn't want to look like a bad guy. And uh, I, I think uh, I think you and Mateen are a pretty good place, actually. Okay, Raymond, what do you think? Until the next time he spits out one of Mateen's teas. Hello, Mateen. <laughs> Raymond. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and marry you and me. It's not a great relationship right now. I gotta tell you, I'm 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 still reeling from your very hurtful text message on Sunday. It was very because, because you that's what you wanted. And that's then when not, you got that's the, not what you I got, wanted. You got the reaction you wanted, and then you were stunned by I, it. I was not expecting that reaction at all. Okay. I haven't gotten RJ's opinion on it yet. So, What do you think me responding bleep you to uh, Raymond after he put that about the Giants? Ah, well, I think he's talking to Jordan. Okay. So uh, at, after that, I will I'll cuddle John. Oh. I think okay. you, most of the time the relationship is good, but you, you do have your moments where it gets a little iffy. And I'll trash uh, Cataline, not Mateen. I'm saying his name. But you're, you're trashing Cataline and As, trashing yourself. No, no, I'm marrying myself. Hello, Mateen. <laughs> Wasn't it that? Wasn't that the criteria? Uh, like so you're likely? you're trashing the one that's most tenuous, RJ? No, you're marrying Mary, most yeah, tenuous. Most, all, you're yeah, marrying married, most tenuous. Yes, yeah, we yes. all married Ray. Ray married himself too. Yes, yeah, so confirming yeah. he wants. Which to may happen, anyways. I <laughs> the road we're going down. I think <laughs> See, it could. To, to to my point. To my point. <laughs> well, how do you feel like you and Rick are sitting here right now? You guys are in a good space, tight as ever. I I, I think we're in a better space than you and me. Way better. Right, I agree. I'll marry you. I'll cuddle Mateen. John and I are uh, thick as thieves. Yep. Trash him. He's he's the best. I don't care if he dresses like he does. He is <laughs> as good as it gets. 
<laughs> as good as it gets. Oh, good. Good. Um, if you had incorporated this person into the Cuddle Mary Trash, I probably would have married him as well. He's the best in the business. He is our very own Jordan Renan. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? Good morning, guys. What's going on? There's a lot going on. What is going on with the Giants right now? Give, give us some insight into uh, what's happening with this whole Martindale, Kafka, Dable situation. Yeah, I mean, the, the reality of the situation is Mick Martindale wasn't happy. Uh, he did not like what was going on in the organization. His or, his relationship with Brian Dable was completely fractured to the point where uh, he didn't really want to return. So now we see the song and dance going on back and forth, you know, Dable going up there and Joe Shane saying the expectation he's back. He's not wanting to be back and firing his, you know, his two right-hand men in uh, the Wilkins brothers and uh, Wink essentially is going to resign. But here, how about this day for a little song and dance, you know, as they try to play this out, obviously there's other factors that go into it. Like, you know, Wink is under contract. Does he go elsewhere? Where does he go? He has not actually submitted his resignation yet. The Giants haven't actually heard from him uh, since yesterday when everything started going down. So what is he going to do? He's going to make them fire him. Well, that's what he would want, right? I don't, I don't know if ultimately, you know, uh, they're going to get there, but uh, clearly it's, that's the song and dance that that's going on here. Uh, I don't think the Giants would do that for him, though. Why, why would they do that? What does that have to do for them? Well, he wouldn't unless he says, "All right, <laughs> I'll, hey, I'll, I'll show, see, I'll hey, see at OTAs." And there's no way he's going to show up. Yeah, but he, we know he's not. Gonna no, show right. Up to OTAs. What, that, what about that would be something now, right? Jordan? What about Kafka? What about Kafka? Yeah, that's the thing. Is he's kind of there right now. Um, again, he's under contract. Uh, I've heard some rumblings that he, you know, might want out. Remember, Brian Dable got more involved in the offense this past season uh, to the point where it could have been suffocating to Mike Kafka and minimizing to him. Right, he came here to call plays. He came here to run an offense and run his offense. And is he really doing that? Is that the way it's really going to pan out? Is is if you guys want to be honest, is Brian Dable not going to take more control of the offense as he moves forward here and his job's online? Because already two coordinators are gone, right? It's really rare to get rid of two coordinators in one offseason. A third would be really eyebrow-raising, right? And where would that put the spotlight? Directly on Brian Dable. All the pressure will be on Brian Dable. It's already on, on Brian Dable pretty heavily after this whole wink thing. Obviously, Thomas McGee, he was fired too, but uh, that was for cause. You know, because the result on the field just wasn't good enough. But, yeah, I think the Kafka thing is he's likely to stay, but if something better comes up for both sides, that they might eventually move on. But we'll we'll see how that plays out as we move forward here. So, Jordan, where's the animosity stem from? I mean, Giants defense was really good last year. They get in, they win a playoff game. This year, I understand, kind of spirals a little bit. But where does it lie? Yeah. Is, it, is it that? The, the guys don't like Dable. Is it that he doesn't like them? Like, what? what's the actual issue here? Yeah, I think Brian Dable is going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror here after the way this played out because you hear a lot of rumblings. I'm not just talking from Wink, right? The Wink relationship we know about, but there's a lot of guys there that didn't like the way Brian Dable really treated them as a head coach. Uh, and I'm talking really, I've, I've heard it from both sides of the ball. Uh, actually, you know, if you can say three sides, you know, it's a three, all three units. So if all these people are unhappy, you know, it's his job to kind of keep them happy, right? He's the one running the ship here. So 
I, I think that's a big part of it is that Wink Martindale, look, he wasn't happy. Him and Brian Dable butted heads. They didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things to the point where I don't think that Wink Martindale believed in this program that they were building, right? And he's a 60-year-old coach. If you don't believe in the program that you're in and you don't ultimately think there's going to be success long-term, you're not going to want to stay. And I think that's kind of what happens here. You're talking about two very different guys, two very different approaches, and we just didn't look at the program that they were building here and see a well-run program. He saw a program that he thought was kind of shaky from top to bottom. And for that reason, I think he wanted out. So how concerned should the Giants fan be that things are in turmoil and, and flux right now? I mean, I definitely think there should be concern. You don't want to have to start over on defense in year three, right? This is a big, this is a big year three for the organization. So to have to start over on defense and, you know, you, you're getting a new special team. So that's a lot of change in year three. Now, I was informed because I was like, okay, if they got rid of all three coordinators, like that's really rare. Like, I can't even remember a time. Dave, can you remember a time when all three coordinators left in the same offseason? No. And the coach stays employed? So, no. I was reminded that that happened under Tom Coughlin in 2006. All three coordinators, he got rid of his two co- uh, offensive and defensive coordinators, his special But was he forced to do that uh, or retired. did he choose to do that? Those guys didn't leave on their own. Right, but I'm just saying in regards to the change, that um, the amount of change in one offseason. Yes, I think it's concerning that these guys wanted to leave. Even Thomas McGee, I had heard, you know, he, he kind of wanted to leave as well, even though that was a, it didn't end up even being his choice. But, yes, it's definitely a concern. It's definitely something that Giants fans should be concerned about because I remember when I was talking to somebody from around the league, another team, and they told me when Brian Dable was hired, right? We had looked at him. We had looked into him when they had this other team, when they had an opening. And the one thing they said to him, we were kind of scared off because it was a little rough around the edges. Like that was kind of why they didn't approach him and interview him for the, their head coaching opening. And now when you look at it, you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense, right? We've seen him on the sidelines. He flipped the, the iPad or the tablet at Daniel Jones. He exploded on Jack Anderson. It was last year, Daniel Jones in week one. Uh, he stink eyed his offense as special teams coach in the preseason, which obviously, you know, raised eyebrows. And we knew that it was, it was over for him at that point even though they denied, denied, denied it, you know, clearly, clearly there's stuff to this. And now you, when you, you see all the things happening, I don't see how you're at least not concerned and how Brian Dable needs to go back and say, okay, how can I be better at this? So that this isn't a problem moving forward because you don't want people there unhappy. And I'm not talking about players because he does a good job of keeping players happy, but you got to keep your own staff happy as well. So where do they go from here, Jordan, as far as the defensive coordinator is concerned? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, the the the, uh, the first reaction, as you say, Leslie Frazier makes a lot of sense, right? You're talking about a guy who was in Buffalo with them. Um, he's was looking to become a head coach. If that opportunity doesn't arise for him, it would make a lot of sense if Leslie Frazier came back. I mean, there's some other options out there. There's some internal options. We're talking about defensive backs coach Jerome Henderson, defensive line coach Andre Patterson, Demarcus Covington. From the Patriots, he's their defensive line coach. That's the name I keep an eye on as well. And remember, 
originally when Brian Dable came on, they were going to retain Patrick Graham. I know he's interviewing for the Chargers head coach. He's still with the Raiders. We'll see how that whole, uh, you know, Antonio Pierce thing plays out. And Antonio Pierce, obviously, another one. So I think you keep an eye on that Raiders situation. Uh, but it does seem like they're probably going to roll it back with Antonio Pierce in Las Vegas. So I'm not sure if those are going to be options. But those are some of the names that I initially think we should look for. And uh, we'll see. I'm sure there'll be some other names that pop up along the way. Uh, Jordan Renan, our Giants insider, joins us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, sixth pick, Jordan. They would have been five. They win the game. The Chargers win. Giants drop to six. Quarterback at six or in a different direction? I think it's an it's an option for sure. It's a strong quarterback draft. You heard Joe Shane and I asked him specifically. I said, "Do you are you can you really build around a quarterback with Daniel Jones's injury history? Right, uh, two neck injuries and a torn ACL now." And he said, "Snapped definitively, yes." You know, and then gave his reasons. You know, guys get injured in football, and and made me think for a second. You know what? Maybe they are less likely to go quarterback, Dave. But then the more you think about it, what can he possibly say there, right? He can't say, no, I can't build around Daniel Jones, show all his cards, and then basically you're, you know they're drafting a quarterback at the top of the draft. So I'm not going to listen too much to what they say publicly, but I do think if there's a quarterback they like, remember, Brian Dable and uh, Joe Shane, they were in Buffalo. Josh Allen was the seventh overall pick. It's not like with the sixth pick. You can't get a great a great quarterback. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. So I do think it's a possibility because I the one thing I could say about this regime and Joe Shane in particular, the moves he makes have generally made sense, which I couldn't say for Dave Gettleman. And when you're talking about a quarterback who has the injury history now that Daniel Jones does, does Joe Shane and Brian Dable really want to put their their careers, their jobs at stake? on a quarterback with that injury history, or do they, are they smart enough to realize, Hey, we need to build around a different guy and say, this is a rare opportunity. We're drafting this high in the draft in a strong quarterback draft to make that move. I, I give them the benefit of the doubt thinking that they realize that that's a strong possibility and they might need to go in that direction. Jordan, is it fair or is it, I'll use the word fair, but I mean, even when Daniel Jones was healthy and I know he had that second half against Arizona, but like just, for me, watching the Giants and their offense, it, it looked like when Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback, it was a more explosive offense. You saw more of, I mean, you saw more shots down the field, more of Jalen Hyatt, more more of Waller. Um, you think at all that's something that they they assess when trying to make the decision whether or not to to stick with Jones or draft a quarterback? Look, I don't think it's about what Daniel Jones does on the field. I think we've already seen they they believe in Daniel Jones as a quarterback that he could be a really good quarterback in the league. They paid him that money, right? That's a lot of money. I, I get it. It's not like top five money, but they already made that decision on the evaluation of Daniel Jones as a player. Can he be better? Sure. The offensive line was an abomination when he was playing too. So that was part of it. Like remember, Josh Zudu was playing. He was starting at left tackle. Marcus McKeithen was playing. Uh, ben Bredesen was moved to center where he, he was not very good at center, right? They were a total disaster when, when uh, Daniel Jones was in. So that's part of that equation. To me, it's more about the injury than it is the player evaluation. They already made the player evaluation. They think they could be good with Daniel Jones. I think it's more about the injury side. And by the way, what's not fair is you making comments about my hat behind my back. Or I got to have people. Did you hear who defended you, by the way? 
I did. Yeah. I did. I heard Dave defended me. Meanwhile, this guy shows up to the uh, holiday party wearing a Sherpa over like three other layers. Those three layers. Like, forget about sheets. that. And it was like, a nice hey, look. For, 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 Jordan, hey, forget about that. Here. He it's brought guests. Here, guys. Jordan, he brought guests to yeah, a company yeah. holiday party. <laughs> Psychopath behavior, that is, by the way. Yeah. Guests to a holiday party. Psychopathic <laughs> behavior. Are we uh, going to have to endure? It's hot in here. I can't believe it's hot in here. I got six layers on oh, it. Relax. Yeah, you got guys wearing a suit in Air Force <laughs> Ones and all of a sudden he's the coolest guy in the room. Sherpa. He'll lead you nice uh, jacket. to the promised land. All right, so are we going to have to deal with another offseason of Saquon and franchise or long-term? Like, is this going to extend out for quite a while? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's Joe Shane flat out stood up there and said the franchise tool is the tag that we have. I mean, it's a tool that we can utilize, the tool that we have. So, yeah, they're going to use it. They're going to, I mean, at least dangle it over his head and, you know, try to they, – they don't want to let Saquon go. And Saquon doesn't want to go. Like he wants to be in New York. He views his, he has his family here. Everything's set up nicely for him. He views his post career here in New York, right? He wants he wants to do some big things on like the media side. So it, there's a lot of benefits to him staying in New York. Here's the question, Dave. Ultimately, you're going to need to give him about two years, twenty four, twenty five million dollars guaranteed mm-hmm. in order to that that you could add. You know, it'll be a three year deal. You can add a third year, whatever you want. That could, that third year could be whatever you want. You willing to guarantee him twenty four, twenty five million over two years? I think so. It's a lot of money for a running back, but he's such a dynamic player. I think so. And if I'm going to draft a quarterback, don't I want that security blanket of having a running back like that that can take some of the pressure off? I think I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much going to be the magic number in that range. And think about it. They already need a wide receiver one. They need at least two starting offensive linemen. They need to figure out their quarterback position. Those are three major, maybe the three, you know, biggest positions basically on offense that they need to fill. And then do you really want to add another need by letting Saquon Barkley leave? So that that's the dilemma I think that they're in right now. All right, Jordan, we got to run. Thanks as always. And just know that every time he takes shots, I'm going to be here defending you all the way home. That's why Dave's my guy. Yeah, right. So, of course. Who do you like better, me or Rick? I think that's an easy answer. Who do you like better, me or Rick? I mean, is, yeah. Is that is that yeah, even right. a question? That's a rhetorical. It's like asking question. if Jordan has a big nose. It is. It's oh. an easy answer. You see what yeah, he does, Jordan? I'm, I'm sorry he, that you have to endure this. That's what I'm saying. I, I was just about to say, you know, he. This is the guy that makes the nose joke every time I'm on. Every, every time. time. There you go. Every time. Yeah. Did, right you, hear, did you hear what he said right last week? What? Uh, RJ, what do, you, last week? do you have the audio of when he said the bleep of my existence? Maybe Jordan. You ever hear that phrase? Why are you bleeping it? Well, because I don't want Jordan to know the, the word that he. You know, you know the phrase the it's like right. the vein of my existence. Yeah, the the vein of his existence. <laughs> the vein. Oh, yeah. Okay. The vein. Like, everyone knows okay. it's vein, but me. Everyone knows. Everybody it, knows because it's the most common phrase in uh, the English language. Even Cassie knew. It. I need better. He friends. says. He <laughs> says. Yeah, that's the vein of my existence. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. You got to save that one, right? That oh yeah, don't, don't worry. We got that yeah. trip. We got that locked in the vault. I got the I got the meltdown you had on Sports <laughs> Center safe too. Oh, no one God. cared who I was to <laughs> put on the mask. All right, Joey, we're gonna go before it gets any more contentious. We appreciate you, and, and at least I, for one, love you. Mm. Yeah, Rick, go put on go put on that jacket again. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Jordan. It'd be nasty to yeah, I love it. Not. Uh, this is uh, a weird situation we're in now. Yeah, what is it? Amani called? Amani called. Yeah. He's ready to do no. the spot. We don't want to do it. No? No. Just it was, We're not going to have you? No pass. 
What, what what do we do, RJ? What do we do? We have to go to break, don't we? We'll break in a minute. We'll break when we break. Yeah, I don't know. This is going to fly right in the face of what, what our boss, John Winthrop, would say. John would say put him on? I think so. But don't you feel like you're just The man wears a crop top to work. You're going to take what he says as I, gospel? I, I have to, yeah. I mean, he is our boss, but Imani shows that we're of very little importance to him. We can rip him for this. I don't, I don't know what, what the right thing to do. You want to just know money. You make the right, call. Everybody, today, Raffles, Burger, Raffles. <laughs> yeah, you could get gems like that. Yeah. You know he's going to say something hey, that's He's outrageous. a giant. I give this to you because he's a giant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it over to RJ. He's the producer. Okay. Well, RJ, what are we doing? They say you're only as good as your outfield. I think we have him, but not next. We, we, we make him sweat a little bit. Okay. So we'll have him in 20 minutes? Let's go with that, yeah. All right. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. The Jets and the Aaron Rodgers saga. He's going to be on McAfee today. Can I be honest with you for a second? You're done with it. I'm so done with you're it. You're over it. I wish he would stop going on McAfee. Oh, he's not. I wish Kimmel would stop discussing it. I wish Rogers would stop this. Like I don't, I don't enjoy any of it. I anymore. think Kimmel said what he wanted to say last night, and right. that's that's probably it for his side. Unless unless Rogers fires back. I mean, Andrew Brandt, who knows Rogers, used to work with the Packers, said he thinks Rogers is going to go on McAfee and apologize today. 
I could see that. I mean, it's part of the. I mean, if he wants to continue showing up every Tuesday on McAfee, right? Because this is might thing be some is of the kind compromise. of spiral that. Well, because Pat already Pat already apologized, right? And then he had the whole thing where he went after uh, the company, but now not our company, right? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It's it's a saga, I mean, listen, though. dude. It's like I mean, it, it seems like everything that's gone in sports media that's been viral recently has come from the McAfee show, and a lot of it's happened on Tuesday. With Aaron. Yes. But don't, don't you feel like... It, I mean, I, well, You told I me the other day that any publicity is good publicity. You well, said that's it. what you always hear, but I feel like it's run its course now. Well, I mean... It's, he obviously it's, likes doing it. Well, he likes doing it. He gets paid to do it. And on, I mean, this, the, the unfortunate part is that he didn't play the season. And the team wasn't good. Um, so all you talk about with Aaron Rodgers is really what you hear on Tuesdays. Right. It's weird that he won't give interviews to anybody within the... Or, like Rich Samini or anybody like that. And he only goes on Mac. Isn't that though. part of it, though? Like he, well, he, he controls the narrative then. That's well, no, the guy not that he, that he controls the narrative, but it's like if I sign, like, there are guys when I'm a kid that I would say, can I have your autograph? And they wouldn't sign autographs because they had a deal with an autograph company. Like, if I have a deal where you're paying me to speak, you can't just be, like... Well, you could answer questions. Well, not if the, not if the biggest question is, are you going to apologize? We'll find out on Tuesday. Well, that's what he said yesterday. We'll, we'll get to a little Aaron Rodgers a little bit later. Let's go to Robin in, in Dobbs Ferry. Hi, Robin. You're on 98.7. Good morning, guys. Uh, how you doing? I'm, hey, look, I'm a little tired this morning, so I apologize in advance if my voice is a little hoarse. You sound great. You, <laughs> you're going to be dealing with that in a couple of minutes, so I'm glad you're letting Amani wait and I get, get, get to go first. A um, couple quick comments about the Giants. Um, Renan kind of got touched on it a little bit, but I think everyone forgets, with, with respect to Wink and, and Dayball, uh, he, Dayball wanted Patrick Graham to stay. Um, he actually didn't pick... He, you know, um, uh, Wink was his second choice. So you, you kind of think, uh, even they're saying now, I was listening to some of the Giants insiders, they said that they were having problems last year, but, you know, the winning kind of, you know, kind of kept that at bay. So you kind of think that we now know Jay Glazer, those comments came from Wink. You got to know that Dable, he wants to control the narrative. He doesn't want his coordinate. And and you brought it up, Rick. He wants you know his guy. If he's going to go down with the ship, he wants his guys around him. So um, it's a little scary, but I still trust Shane and uh, Dable. So and the second thing I was going to say um, in terms of putting Daniel Jones aside because we know he's we we probably know he's not the guy, but. With respect to what we were talking about, uh, trusting uh, Dable, if they don't love a quarterback at six, I don't want them to pick a quarterback. No, then, but then they're going to do that. No, there's, and, there's and no way. So, there's no way if they don't love them, they're going to just take a quarterback to take a quarterback. No, exactly. So uh, you know, trading up the first three that they, you know. They're gone. I mean, we know that the first three quarterbacks are taken. Everyone else is going to be a project. So if they can take a project in round two and get someone to shore up the offensive line, because, look, we know Daniel Jones is probably not the guy, but, Dave, you and I are old enough to remember Phil Simms' first five years. Hurt all the time. And in New York, unless you win a Super Bowl, you're trash. So, anyway, that's what I was going to say. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um It'll be interesting to see. Uh, no, I would never. I'm not taking a quarterback six unless I love the quarterback. Right. There's no desperation to take a quarterback. They love Josh Allen, but if you they, have the opportunity to do that, Josh Allen was a project, right? Yeah. I thought. I mean, I thought it's who the Jets should have drafted, but too bad. You think Josh Allen would be Josh Allen? If I he, told you we used to have Josh Allen's teammate. We used to, yeah, the receiver. Like, used to call it, you guys like every night. week would call. Yeah, him. I remember that. It'd be like Jets would be crazy not to draft this kid. 
He was right. He was right. I will say, though, this, uh, to, to Robin's initial point, what concerned me the most about what Jordan said was is that Wink didn't think this was a winning program. Yeah, well, you should be concerned about that. Like, that's... That's tough, and it just and they, Wink knows winning programs, right? But so, how could you have someone on your staff that doesn't think what your what like your program is a winning program? That's real concern. I, I mean, and he's right. I mean, defensive guy out, special teams guy because you chose to out. Offensive guy wants out. Well, what's the the common denominator? It's a head coach. They it's the head coach. They, yeah, they don't like the head coach. Let's go to David Manhattan. Good well, morning, I think Dave. Special teams wasn't very good though. We know. Well, they they made hey, that. Hey, what's that up, call. guys? What's going on, Dave? Yeah. I'm just piggybacking on what you guys have been saying this morning, but, you know, when you hear this news with the Giants, and you see the players that they need, and now you see three coaches step away from Dayball, and, and you see how Dayball's kind of reacted this year under adversity. I, I mean, am I far off with this? I believe the Giants right now, this is – this is a crisis situation. This isn't, oh, we're going to get some coaches. We're going to fix it and get these players. we got to roll up our sleeves again. This is crisis. And Leslie Frazier is not going to come and work for Dayball. As it's different when he's his assistant in Buffalo. He's not going to come and work under someone who has less experience in the game with him. And the fact that the defensive coordinator left, who has double the experience in him, it shows that there's a there's a crisis in the Giants locker room. Am I not, am I not correct? I, I wouldn't say crisis. I think that's a bit extreme. I think there's reason for concern. Yeah, I would, I would say that that's fair. Well, most importantly, the players like him. The players love him. All right, so that's the most important thing. Here's the other thing that I think people need to understand, too, is, and I know Jordan said it's the job of the head coach to keep his other coaches happy. I think you run into a situation like that if they, they're not guys that you have previous relationships with, right? Like, there are, I've played for coaches that in order to kind of keep the guys on their side, they're actually harder on the coaches. But the coaches know one going in. Like, that's part of the whole master plan. Is, right. Like, I'm going to be, like, player makes a mistake. I'm going to be harder on the coach than I am going to be the player. That way the player's like, wow. Like, he's ripping into the coach. He's not ripping sound, into me. It doesn't sound like that's the case. It sounds like these coaches legit, legitimately don't like him and think that he's a phony. Well, to to the point though, it seems like he's easier, it, or he's easier on the players than he is on the coaching well, he, staff. He is, that could just be his style, though. And they're not maybe. used to they're not used to his style because this is his first time head is a head coach, and it's also guys that haven't worked with him. Yeah, before. the players love him because he, he's. I mean, his camps and practices are easy. Like I could see how coaching, like for the first time with some of the head coaches that I have, you'd be like, "Why are you, why are you destroying me right now? Like you're you're like you're being harder on me as a coach than you are the guy who actually made the mistake." But that's just that's the coaching style. And here we are. But it's something that you have to, again, like it's like you have to evolve, though, right? right. And if Leslie Frazier wants back in the NFL, you think he's not going to take a job because he's going to be beneath Brian no, Dable? No, but I do think it's on Brian Dable, too. Like every coach has to find, you know what I mean? You live, you yeah, learn. You have, you have to adjust. Maybe as this you, was too much. Right. Like Tom Coughlin figured it you out. You have to fine-tune your coaching style. Right. Ab- absolutely. But do I think it's concerning? Yeah. That that McGahee didn't like him? That, that Wink forced his way out and Kafka the same? D- doesn't like him? Yeah, I think that's a concern. How could it not be a concern? Well, not only that, though. I, like Again, like I just said, it's less about that they didn't like him and more that they didn't really respect the program as a winning program. I think all of, it, I think all of it's a, a real problem. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll see if Amani Toomer actually joins us next or not. I, I'll tell you what. If he doesn't, banned. Suspended. RJ, uh, is that fair? If he doesn't join us next, we, we suspend him for a month. I think that's fair. Okay. We'll see if Amani joins the party next. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Because I'm the bigger person, I'll say congratulations, but I'm not thrilled with you, Amani Tumor. Well, it's not that. I'm I'm in Houston right now still, and I'm an hour behind. So I was getting ready and waiting, and I looked on my phone, and it's an hour ahead. So sorry about that, guys. I hope... uh, I hope uh, I didn't ruin the, the programming too much, but thank you for that. I appreciate the uh, the congratulations. It was much deserved. Uh, and, man, it was just great. I was at the game. Great to be there. The atmosphere was just unbelievable. And uh, college football playoffs is something you need. You know, if you want to go to a game and bring your family, college football playoffs is definitely one of those situations. Everybody's super friendly. And um, it's just a, it's like the, the, the Super Bowl turned down with just all the good – Good friendliness about it, and none of the, uh, the the hatred and all that stuff. It was a good, good, good game. Did they get you good seats this time, at least? Yeah, I got good seats. Yeah, wasn't from Michigan, but I got good seats from. Um, uh, I, I, I did uh, a, a couple appearances down here, and uh, ended up getting a, a ticket. So it was pretty fun. So, hard, I mean, obviously the celebration. You're thrilled. I, I get it, but you got to think about the future as well. Is that it for Jim Harbaugh? Like it, your, your mindset is he's going to move on to the NFL now? Um, you know, there were rumors and stuff swinging around the crowd, but you know how good, how much how accurate that is. But I don't know to have his brother there, his dad there, his mother there. I feel like it, 
you know, they won a championship. It's almost like LeBron James when he went back to Cleveland and won the championship, and then he really had nothing, nothing left, to, nothing left to prove. Um, I would love for him to stay. You know, he's done an amazing job with the program, bringing it back from where it was to where it is now. Um, you know, I, I've said things about, you know, what he's done in the past, but it's only been because I wanted him to get here. And now that he's here, I'm, I'm happy with what he's done. And uh, I, I love the way where the program is at right now. Amani, two more joins us here on the show. Amani, what was your biggest, uh, biggest takeaway from the game last night? Um, that at the end of the day, you know, it's just like, a, you know, you, you need players, right? You know, nobody's ever won the Kentucky Derby on a donkey. You need horses, and Michigan by far had the more talented players, especially on the on the front. And um, I think you know, tight end had a, a couple of really big plays. Mikey Mikey Stanislaw had had a great uh, some you know played great on defense. Number two, uh, Johnson Deion Johnson, um, Chris Johnson Deion Johnson's son, just playing you know unbelievable football. And uh, they were just dominant from the from the get go, and I just I just know that I, I'm glad where the program's at. I'm, I just know that the talent on that field was it was uh, lopsided than talent, and it was evident watching the game, especially in the front. Did you sleep at all? I mean, you you sound like you are in the midst of like some kind of a, a bender. Is that accurate, <laughs> or like where, where where are we at here? No, 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 no. I'm I mean, I just woke up, but I mean, I, it was me hanging out in the hotel lobby with all my old teammates that I haven't seen in almost 30 years. Um, it was just a really good time. I saw Chris Calloway there, who was, uh, you know, of course, a, a giant, but also a Wolverine. And it was good to catch up with him. And uh, it, it was, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a big drinker or anything, but the time does kind of affect me. Not, you know, not being able to sleep that much. <laughs> Yeah, so you know when we play the pick, uh, pickleball match, it's gonna be different time zone. Yeah, we're gonna do a different yeah. time zone and very early in the morning, very probably early. like a six thirty. Oh, um, oh, so you're gonna bring on that? Okay. Well, my championship, the championship is just kind of running through my veins right now, and uh, another championship on the top of the belt on the, on the feather of my cap well, it won't be that that bad. But you know, I'm gonna be like Michigan, and you're gonna be like uh, you guys are gonna be like Washington. You're gonna put up a decent fight, but at the end of the day. The, the dominant athletes will 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 overcome all the inefficiencies that you guys have. You you, you sound half dead though. Like I, I'm I'm disappointed. That, I mean, your team just won a championship for God's sake. If the if if one of my teams won a title, I'm not like yeah. So we kind of went out there. And won. I, like I'm I'm going crazy. I can't believe that this is the reaction I'm getting from you. No, I mean I'm I'm super excited, but I, you don't I mean, sound it. I am. I am. I, I don't. I don't sound it, but I don't know. I just feel like. Once you win a championship, it's like okay, what's next? You know, like you're. I'm always on to the what's next, and now it's like we won a championship. It hasn't really sunk in that much yet either. And uh, to be quite honest, you know, I wasn't the hugest Michigan fan all um, all the way, but you know, I've jumped on the bandwagon. There's a lot of team, a lot of players, a lot of teams that I've been on who's had a, a bandwagon that got bigger towards the end of the season. Now it's my turn to jump on a bandwagon. Um, do you know what's going on with the Giants? Even though you're down in Houston right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Wick Martindale retired, uh, resigned. Right. I know that um, the defensive coordinator, uh, the special teams coordinator, uh, was let go, and also offensive um, line, coach. offensive line coach was let go. Right. Yeah. So, I, are you surprised about Wink? 
Um, I am surprised because you know you have personality differences. That's okay, but there had to be something that happened that was egregious. Where you know, from one year to the next, the guy just decides he's going to resign after he put together a really good two-year tenure tenure uh, with the team, and um, it's surprising. They, they've got to figure out why. We've got to get down to the bottom of why. I don't know if we ever will, um, but yeah, it's not it's not good that the Giants who have, you know, pulled the season together towards the end, and now all of a sudden people are starting to jump ship. It's not, it's not the greatest, uh, greatest look for forecasting what's going to go on in the future. Amani, what do you think is going to happen with – well, first of all, what do you think is going to happen, and what would you like to have happen with, uh, with Saquon? Well, I hope they can get some sort of long-term deal done with him. I mean, he's obviously not asking for the 16 or $18 million that he had that he was asking to before – um, and I, I'm like, I think I want him to come back, but is it the best thing for Saquon to come back for the Giants? I know he wants to be a giant for life, but this is a business. And sometimes you have to go to where your opportunity is going to be the best. And I know he wants to be playing in meaningful football games and showing everybody what he can do. Will he be able to do that if he stays for the Giants for another three or four years? Is he going to be playing meaningful football into the playoffs, showing everybody? Because there's, you know, there's regular season players that are great, and then their great players have to be in big situations to show their greatness and have those type of plays that uh, separate themselves from everybody else with the pressure on. Lamani well, Tumor with us here, ninety-eight-seven ESPN. I mean, you're the perfect person to ask, former NFL player, and with the Giants specifically. How big of a deal is it to switch coordinators, same head coach, switch coordinators from one season to the next? Like, can that be seamless where whoever the new guy is, it's fine? Or is that going to be, you know, a slow build to learn the new system? It, it could go either way, but it's a big deal because nobody knows how to run Wink Martindale's defense than Wink Martindale. So you're going to have to bring in somebody who will galvanize them, everybody again, garner the trust, the amount of trust that, that Wink Martindale has. And also the players have to believe in him and believe in his scheme and learn his scheme. I mean, look at the Eagles, how, you know, they didn't lose that many players. They lost both their coordinators. And on the defensive side and on the offensive side, they're just not the same. There's, you know, every team, every coordinator sees the game different, just like every quarterback sees the game different. And it, it, who knows if, uh, if the players are going to, respond to them if the players that they currently have are they the players that the new offensive coordinator or defense coordinator is going to want so usually when coordinators come in there's a lot of change that turns over and you know that could that could upset the entire balance of that defense Amani listen um a little disappointed do still appreciate you I'm glad you, I'm glad you got the national championship locked away and uh, next week yeah. if you'd like to do Tuesday at 735 we would like to to book that right now Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. But we got all booked that for seven thirty, seven thirty-five. But you know what we got to get? We got to get the the pickleball game locked down. And then this banter back and forth. We got to have times and dates so that uh, you guys can start your training because I'm already ready because I was born ready, so I stayed ready. Uh, I also hear we're going to get this done. Don't worry about it. I also hear you're hosting um, Barton Hahn. You're filling in for Bart on Friday with Alan at noon. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll talk a little more trash on that one. There's probably a decent chance that you don't show up for the show at all, though, right? <laughs> oh, come on now. Like 50-50? Like if you were at BetMGM, like I, 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 you know, I do reads for BetMGM. If I had to set the, okay. the line, what would the line be that you show up in, in enough time to prepare for the show and do the full three hours? It's about a, a most. It's about a comfortable bet. Is if anybody who betted on Michigan last night, it's about that. It's like plus one fifty. I bet plus yeah, plus the even money yeah. that he shows up on time. What Listen. does that even mean? Plus one fifty. So that so, so if I go to the show up, you have to. It means I if you you have to bet you have to bet one hundred and fifty bucks to win a hundred. Right. Uh, it's probably like a like a three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah. All right. Listen, I'll be listening yeah. whether you're there or not. Is is up for debate. Oh Amani, goodness. so you know too around the pickleball reputation. Amani, oh, you already have the reputation. The pickleball circles, you're known as the pickleball donkey because no one feels like Anita can ride you to a championship. Okay, but I, I, I have, I might have to ride her, but that's okay. Listen, what you guys matter. should, what, what you, know, you guys should do. You know fell right for it. You fell right for it. Doesn't matter who wins. We're a team. It doesn't matter who is who scores the most points. It doesn't matter who we're going to ride. That's the difference between me and you, uh, our team and your team. Our team, we don't care. We just want to win. That's our focus. You guys are wanting to focus on who makes more points. No, not at all. Who we're, has we're, more serve. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're going to humiliate you <laughs> is what we're going to do. <laughs> Listen, we, 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 we got to go. We will, we'll talk to you maybe at 735 next Tuesday. <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't believe that. All right, thanks, Imani. We'll talk to you. Congratulations. <laughs> all right, thanks, Joe. All right, there you have it. He says he says half dead. I don't know why you have to point that out because I think it's obvious. I think we all recognize it. Well, I mean, you know what? You, your team just won a championship. He was with his buddies all night. So you should be so energized. Nobody's ever won the Kentucky Derby on a donkey. And now he's recycling lines. Uh, well, what are we going to do? I, I don't. What can we? Well, do? He called in. He slept in. But he I doesn't have this. No, her, how can you blame okay. him? I don't blame him. He got confused with the time difference. No, there's no repercussions. RJ, really, he was basically calling you out. Yeah, no, I'm calling. He, he, who should be called out is, is Winthrop. Is who should be called out because he's enabled him. Yes, right. Oh, you're not going to show up for Dave and Rick. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll have you a host well, on Friday. Yeah, host on Friday. He's not going to show up on Friday. Sleep in. Host. It's, you know what it's going to be? Host Friday noon to three. Han Solo. No, that's that's it. what it's going to be. Alan better prepare because Amani's not going to show up. Don't count on it. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.